Lord, that I may see. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Before our Lord suffered for our redemption, he forewarned and told his apostles about what was soon to pass. Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and all things shall be accomplished which were written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man. The apostles were still blinded by worldly ideas and could not see the divine realities nor accept the cross. And they understood none of these things, and this word was hid from them, and they understood not the things that were said. Later on, they come across a blind man who cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. When asked what he wanted, he replied, Lord, that I may see. How poetic is divine providence that the apostles, spiritually blind in their hearts, should witness the cure of a beggar physically blind in his eyes. Let us not be blinded, my dear faithful, to the spiritual reality that is sooner before us in this season of Lent, the reality of penance. Let us cry out to our Savior, Lord, that I may see, that I may see what you meant when you said, unless you do penance, you shall perish. In a few days, Lent, the most important season of penance, begins. To enter well into the spirit of Lent, we should consider how it was observed by us Catholics for well over a thousand years. Fasting for 40 days, eating only one meal after sunset, no meat, no eggs, no cheese. Places of entertainment or amusement were closed. Courts suspended. Legislation put on hold. Debts forgiven and even wars postponed. The faithful frequented the church for the lengthy masses and divine offices of the season. And basically life was put on hold so that penance might be done. Some would say our forefathers in faith were strict or severe. Others would say that they were generous towards the Lord and more realistic concerning sin and its consequences. To better understand the fervor of our ancestors, let us hear from one of them in the person of Pope Clement XIII. He says, Penance for the Christian man is not satisfied by withdrawing from sin, by detesting a past life badly lived, or by the sacramental confession of these same sins. Rather, penance also demands that we satisfy divine justice with fasting, almsgiving, prayer, and the other works of the spiritual life. Every wrongdoing, be it large or small, is fittingly punished, either by the penitent or by God. Therefore, we cannot avoid God's punishment in any other way than by punishing ourselves. Besides, consider the man who is convinced that he repents of his sins more firmly when he does not allow himself to go unpunished. That man, already consumed with the love of penance, will rejoice during the season of Lent. When the church declares that the faithful should fast and give them the, and gives them the opportunity to bring forth worthy fruits of penance. And so that is the witness of one of our ancestors in the faith, Clement XIII. Basically, there are three reasons for us to do penance. The first, if we do not do enough penance in this life for our past sins, we will have to do it in the next. Only that which is perfect can enter the kingdom of heaven. And so if we still have our many imperfections, attachment to sin, and the temporal punishment due to sin, then we must be purified from that first in the flames of purgatory. And so it's better for us to do penance now here in this world where we can merit by doing so 
than to have to suffer the consequences in the life to come. Secondly, if we do not do penance for our confessed sins, we risk greatly to fall back into them and possibly perish in them. The more difficult the penance that we take on, the more we learn that reality of the deadliness of sin and then also are more inclined to avoid sin in the future and not to risk a repeated fall. And third, penance helps us to remove the temporal punishment and the attachment to sin which dulls our love of God. Since union with God, of course, has that fructification of charity of which St. Paul speaks so much about in today's epistle. If we have, how would I say, spiritual baggage still on us, well, that prevents us from flying up in that spiritual life towards God. And so by striving by penance and also the gaining of indulgences, that we might remove that temporal punishment, that we have nothing holding us back uh, to our relationship with God. Now, penance, in order to be useful, must be animated by charity. That is, the love of God. As St. Paul says, If I have all faith so as to remove mountains, yet do not have charity, I am nothing. And if I distribute all my goods to feed the poor, and if I deliver my body to be burned, yet do not have charity, it profits me nothing. Charity, that divine virtue, wants, desires, tends towards union with God. The temporal punishment due for our past sins and the attachment to sin keeps us from union with God, and penance is the means for removing both of these obstacles. Therefore, charity urges us to do penance. And so we should prepare to do penance well during the season of Lent that begins on Wednesday. And so, as Ash Wednesday will soon be here, how ought we to observe it? What type of penances should we be done? Should we do? Besides the minimum requirement, which is very minimum in our days, of fasting on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, and abstaining from meat on those same days and the Fridays of Lent, we should choose a penance suitable to the sins we need to expiate. In other words, we're not going about Lent so as to do like self-improvement or something of that sort, but instead that we are striving to expiate for the past, for our past sins. And so let us pray to Christ, Lord, that I may see. And then we can do an examination of conscience and ask ourselves the following questions so as to guide our choices in the penance that we ought to do during Lent. We may ask ourselves, Are my sins from the concupiscence of the flesh, lust, sloth, or gluttony? Then I shall fast, mortify my body by not seeking out comforts, but the discomforts, and I will be more diligent and prompt in doing my duties. Are my sins from the concupiscence of the eyes, greed, or envy? Well, then I shall give alms to my needy brothers. I will give my time for others I will share, and also thank God for the blessings that my neighbor has, even if I do not have the same. Are my sins from the pride of life, arrogance, or anger? Then I shall pray, humbling myself before God, asking his help and assistance, admitting my weakness to him, and especially for that of patience and meekness, to help me to overcome any angry temperament that I may have. After having done this short examination of conscience and thinking about what we need to do, 
Let us understand well what is before us in this season of Lent and turn to our Savior and say, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Grant me generosity of heart in repairing the damage I have done between me and thee by my sins against thee. Help me to persevere and bear good fruits of penance worthy of thy love. May I have before me always the words of the great Saint Francis de Sales who said, It is a true sign of love to deprive ourselves of something for the sake of the one that we love. What have you given up for love of God? What do you plan to sacrifice for him this season of Lent? And of course, by doing all this and entering more into our Lord's passion by these sacrifices and penances, may we also rejoice at that resurrection of Easter, also knowing that we, if we are faithful to our Lord, We'll also have a glorious resurrection at the end of days. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.